the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, November 8th, 11 o'clock on the East Coast. And joining me for a new week of NBA basketball is my esteemed co-host and colleague, Terrell Furman. Terrell, how you feeling this morning, buddy? Or evening for you, man. I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's all good. I am... Uh... I'm feeling dangerous. I'm ready for a bounce back week. I had a terrible week last week. I couldn't get I couldn't buy anything at all. So um I'm ready for a bounce back week. I'm ready to get after it. And I'm ready to talk about some of these surprise teams in the NBA because uh yeah. it, it uh we're seeing some comparisons to last year. We're seeing some very good comparisons from last year. And I think that if uh this holds true for the rest of the season, we can cash out early before the books get involved. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, a couple of you know, I was looking at. I like looking at the standings like Monday mornings just because to see how things transpired throughout the week. And yeah, a couple of things kind of stood out to me. But uh, yeah, let's get to a couple of the th- these teams around the league, and then we'll jump into the Monday games uh, in a bit. But I want to start with this. I'm gonna uh, kind of put you on the spot here, or not put you on the spot, but kind of pick your brain here. What do you think has been the more surprise here? Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers at eight and two or the Cleveland Cavaliers at seven and four. The Cavs. Uh, yeah. It has to be the Cavs. The Cavs, because the Cavs are not just doing this like they're they're going on the road and beating some really good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the jury is still out on the level of competition that Philly's played played this thus far. And ultimately, whether Ben Simmons was in the picture or outside the picture, we we figured that Philly would ha- be one of those still contenders in the Eastern Conference because they have the best center in the game and they have uh, in Joel Embiid and, you know, a perennial um, MVP uh, MVP contention every single year. So uh, when we think of the big men, like the big men that really focus on their game and a down low and and can um, do the things that he does, he's definitely one of the best in the game and one of the tops in the league. So, uh, 
you still you still had hope and you still thought that okay Philly like they may not have Ben Simmons right here right now and they probably won't have them for at all for the foreseeable future but they're still yeah. gonna be a good team. This Cleveland Cavaliers team is absolutely uh, electric. They they are coming into it with zero expectations and winning basketball games and winning basketball games by a comfortable margin. Like they're not just coming out here and squeaking by the uh by their teeth. They're going out here, they're covering large spreads and they're winning outright on the road. Like yeah. a lot of their wins have been on the road. So uh this this Cavs team is looking a lot like that Knicks team from last year when you make the comparisons of how did how they get out so quickly they get out quickly they're they're covering the first half number if not leading in the first half every single time and then you come back and they continue that momentum to the rest of the game and just squeak by and get win 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 and win next thing yeah. we know they're a playoff team so yeah. uh, this cavaliers team it, it it looks like the Knicks team of last year and if that's if that's who they are this season that can be very profitable so you didn't see Ricky, Ricky Rubio dropping a career-high 37 points last night, right? I mean, I didn't anticipate that one. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, he was on I don't fire know why. three. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't anticipate. It seems like everybody wants to go, you know, have their moment uh, against the Knicks. Evan Mobley in that same game, it got overshadowed, but his first game, Madison Square Garden, drops 26 points. So uh, this, this Cavaliers team is not afraid of the limelight. They're not scared. They're ready to get after it and come after whoever. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're fun to watch. They're just fun to watch. And it's crazy to think of a team that has that starts three seven footers and big men and thinking of that team as fun to watch. When you think fun to watch, you're thinking of you know better guard play guys like Steph Curry and uh, Kevin Durant and you know sharpshooters like that mm-hmm. uh, being fun to watch, but. This team has is playing through their bigs and they're winning games because of it. Yeah, they have six guys that are averaging double figures right now. Um, you could throw in Kevin Love because he's at nine point nine, so about seven guys that are in double figures. And you know, we talked about early in the season when you have you know three seven footers starting. I mean, when you have Mark and when he's going to be back from health and safety protocols. But Jared Allen, I think Evan Mobley has just been so good. If you haven't gotten a chance to watch Evan Mobley. Tune into a Cavs game, man. This this guy, I think, the steal off the draft so far for the for the Cleveland Cavaliers going at number three. But uh, Terrell, you mentioned that the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers first half number, yeah, they are they are eight and one against the spread in the first half. A perfect three and zero at home, and they're five and one on the road. So uh, definitely going to keep an eye on that trend for sure. Um, Going to the Philly side, we saw some morning, uh, some new. Sorry, this news this morning that the Boston Celtics were interested in trading for Ben Simmons, and that I believe I read that Jalen Brown needed to be involved in some type of trade uh, package for Ben Simmons to the Boston Celtics. Um, thoughts on that, Terrell? Do you think this makes sense for these two teams, or is there another direction that? the Boston Celtics need to go at this point because I think, you know, we, we heard about the Marcus Smart comments about how Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum need to pass the ball a little more and all that stuff. But I uh, kind of want to get your thoughts as to get a report this morning from Shum Sharanya that uh, the Celtics are interested in trading for Ben Simmons. Um, I understand it in the aspect of something's got to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Yeah. And this Celtics team has just hasn't 
changed anything up. They're doing the exact same thing with different with different pieces. You know, Dennis Schroeder is still is out there playing like Kimball Walker was playing for this team. Mm-hmm. And um they're struggling from the guard position and facilitating the offense and getting the offense moving. Do I think that Ben Simmons is the answer? I do not. Okay. I think that this team just needs an entire overhaul. Uh, I would not move Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. Those are the cornerstone. Really, you could add Marcus Smart into there as well. Uh, those three are like the cornerstone pieces of this team. I know they're having tension right now, but that actually fuels them to play better. Marcus Smart is one of those guys that's going to get into their teammates' ass in that locker room. Yeah. He's one of the leaders in that locker room, and you know I wouldn't expect any different. Uh, also saying that he's not the true point guard of this team. He should not be the true point guard of this team. He He works better as a two guard that you can rely on for offense, Every now and then, you should mm-hmm. not rely on him consistently for offense, but his defensive intensity and his hustle and his drive is why he's in that starting lineup and what's going to um, uh, really impact other teams when they see when they line up against him across the floor. This bench, when I look at this bench and I look at the rest of the pieces around this team, you have a big and outhor for who is playing well. Yeah. And then you have Robert. Um, Rob Williams third, who is struck, who's not struggling, but he's not, he's not reaching the potential that they thought they were going to get from a guy like him. Yeah. And then you sit here and you got guys like Romeo Langford on this uh, roster, guys like Pate Pritchard on this roster, like guys like uh, uh, what's buddy name uh, Grant Williams on this roster mm-hmm. from Tennessee. Like you have all these guys on this roster and they are just not, they are not the bench death pieces that you need when you get those when your guys are not on, when Jalen Brown is not on, when Jason Tatum is not on, especially when Jason Tatum is not on. That's a guy that's got to step up. And that's who I ultimately put most of their struggles on is Jason Tatum, because he's got to be one of the top five, top ten best players in the league for this team to do anything. And he has that potential. He's just not reaching it yet. So when I look at this bench and the fact that this bench cannot step up when the starters are not going, when Jalen Brown's not going, when Jason Tatum's not going, yeah. then that's how they ended up end up getting blown out the arena so many nights because they don't have anybody else that can go out there, get a bucket, anybody else that can sustain this team, yeah. anybody that can su- supply even remote, solid defensive intensi- intensity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't yeah. think that Ben Simmons coming into this is going to make this a better situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you need shooters and you need offense around Ben to make it going, well, you didn't solve that problem by getting rid of Jalen Brown. In fact, you made it worse. So yeah. uh, I, I don't think Ben Simmons is the answer. I think that this Boston Celtics team needs a complete overhaul. I would scrap the whole team and set those three pieces and just start the re- and start the rebuild. Not necessarily a rebuild as in you're going out losing games and trying to tank or anything like that, but start getting some new faces in there. Start getting some different people in there mm-hmm. that can go out there, that can create their own shots, that can make a get a bucket, that can sustain this team when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are on the bench and have the defensive efficiency to keep you in the game. Yeah, I think that this this bench, I think you bring up a lot of great points, is that this bench is a pretty good summer league team, right? And I think that hasn't really yeah. – I mean, we saw that they, they were really good in the summer league, but 
when you're in the in the regular season when everybody's best players are playing, they haven't really done anything to provide that spark. When your team is struggling, like we've seen with the Boston Celtics, you rely on your bench to kind of bring that energy and, and bring that spark to kind of change like the momentum of a game and things like that. And we haven't seen that from this bench. So uh, I'm in the camp that I think everybody except for Tatum is untouchable or, or Tatum is only untouchable piece. If you're going to get something back for Jalen Brown that's significant, I wouldn't trade Jalen Brown for a Ben Simmons, no. But I think that if 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 the Sixers want Jalen Brown in a Ben Simmons deal, I'm not I'm not doing that because again, you regress back uh, on offense uh, in a huge way because Jalen Brown is a guy that can go out and get you 25 to 27 points per night. Um, but I think him and Jason Tatum. Our young pieces, what Jason Tatum's 23, Jalen Brown is 25. These guys are still young. They're still in their mm-hmm. prime right now. Jason Tatum, I still don't think has entered his prime yet. He's still getting better every single year. So I think that those are the two guys that everybody else, um, you know, fire sell. You you need a you need a you know, do what you gotta do with this roster because again, Boston has been a historically great franchise, but now it, it seems like they're still, you know, they have a new head coach. We talked about that. Brad Stevens got promoted for whatever reason. But again, Dennis Shooter's not the answer for this team. I've never been a Dennis Shooter guy. Um, and I think that they need to significantly find ways to improve their bench. I mean, you have a lot of guys, you have a lot of names again, but it's just not coming together right now for them. So it'll be interesting to see how this Ben Simmons uh, trade rumors with Boston kind of transpire here. But we'll definitely they be do keeping need an eye out for that. They do need a two-point guard. They really do need a yeah. two-point guard. And I think uh, this goes without saying that if Ben Simmons was on this roster and they found a way to keep Jalen Brown and keep Jason Tatum, the Celtics would significantly overnight get extremely better on the yeah. defensive end of the basketball and on the offense of somebody being able to help facilitate uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum because they're just not at the point of the career where they're uh, great facilitators. They are not great facilitators in this yeah. time of their career. And you got to look, Jason Brown, uh, Jay- Look, Jalen Brown is 25 years old. Jason Tatum is 23 years old. Yeah. Like, these guys are young. These guys are just now reaching into the prime of their career. Yeah. So not saying that they will not always be a great facilitator, but that's just not where they're at in the point of their career right now, and they mm-hmm. haven't made that leap yet. Yeah, 100% agree with everything you're saying, man. Uh, you got to start finding ways to capitalize on the on the youth uh, between Brown and Tatum, so we'll definitely keep an eye on the situation about Boston. You know, um, you know the reports dropped this morning from the Athletic from Shumps that you know uh, Boston is interested for trade uh, Ben Simmons, but we will be monitoring that situation. Let's take a quick break here, Terrell. We'll come back and we'll get into the Monday night schedule uh, in the NBA. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever you wager first is WinBet will match it up to $200. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a free $200 bet. 
Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, prop swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use a promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So improve, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, Terrell, uh, let's get into this Monday night schedule. Let's start off with a with a bang here, man. We have your New York Knicks going to Philly to take on the Sixers and Joel Embiid, where I'm currently seeing the 76ers as a four to four and a half point favorite. Total sitting at 212. Terrell, thoughts on this game? Probably the game of the night. Yeah, um, more than likely uh, one of the games one of the night. Them, yeah. The Sixers, yeah, the Sixers uh, have up until recently had the Knicks number. I think it was 15, 16 games straight that they had beat the New York Knicks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, that came to a halt earlier this season where the Knicks got a, um, got a win, I believe, in the Garden. They got a win. Now they're going to uh, the field house, going to Philly, getting to play this team again. And I think that it's been a little bit of a downward spiral since for the Knicks since they won that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're struggling defensive the defensive side of the ball. They're yep. uh, 25th in defensive efficiency right now. They're struggling defending the three point shot. Uh, and the 76ers are number one in the league in defense and three point shooting, 39 percent shooting, 39 percent number one in the league. They have the number one offense in the league and the slowest pace in the league. They dictate the game with their slow pace. They get good looks at the basket and the ball goes in. I think that uh, this Knicks team, while they can score the ball defensively, mm-hmm. is going to be a struggle for them. Uh, this team is going to be significantly uh, is going to have more plate pieces in the games than they did early on in the season. So I expect Philly to come in here and get a win. I think yeah. that they they do they do cover the four and a half. I'll take I'll take Philly in the four four and a half. But um, I just don't like what I see from this Knicks team right now. They 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 just don't have that identity that they had on defense like they did all of last season. And that's really what carried them into that playoff run was on the back of their defense and not their offense. So while they did upgrade in the offseason offensively yeah. with Kemba Walker, with Evan Fournier, uh, the defensive side of the ball took a major hit, and we're seeing yeah. that this season. And so that's really what's going to be the struggle for them. And I think that that Philly offense uh, and that slow half-court offense is going to be too much for them. Yeah, the Knicks have now lost three out of their last four games. Um, you know, last yesterday they played the Cleveland Cavaliers. They lost that game by 17, but – yeah, Terrell, we talked about that. When you bring in Evan Fournier and Kemba to help your offense, it, that those two guys defensively are liabilities, and you know the, the defense has taken a step back here. So, um, again, we've talked about how great a, a home team Philly is. 
As a four-point favorite here, I think, again, they have revenge on their mind after they lost that game earlier this season by uh, 13 points there in um, in New York. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, uh, Knicks got the victory there, 112-99. Currently seeing the injury report, uh, Tobias Harris remains out in the health and safety protocols. Uh, Tobias, sorry, uh, Danny Green is questionable for tonight's game with ha- left hamstring tightness. Uh, New York Knicks have not submitted their injury report, but I think everybody should be going for them. Um, I, I, as much as I want to take the Knicks here, I, I just this uh, this Sixers team is finding ways to win games. They're eight and two overall, four and one at home, four and one against uh, four and one on the road. So they're winning games on the road here. So I'm going to stay uh, with the Sixers here at home. Um, they have just different guys stepping up every single night with the guys that are out for them right now. We're obviously with Ben Simmons, when T. Stiebel is out, Tobias remains out, Danny Green remains out. So. Um, different guys, Seth Curry, uh, Forkon Korkmaz, their role players are really stepping up. So uh, I'll go Sixers minus four here with you. Uh, any thoughts on this total here, Terrell? Um, I'm thinking over for the total. Both of these offenses are top 10 in the league. They're, per- they're very good offenses. And while this uh, 76ers are a better middle-of-the-road defense, 15th in the league in defensive efficiency, the next defense is lagging right now. Uh, so I'm expecting points to be scored. It's a low total because the unders are hitting this season. Yeah. So 210, around 210, I believe it is, last time I checked. I think that uh, that's a decent size total, but I think both of these teams can get over 100 points scored in this game and give us a really good shot at that over. Any uh, player props you'd like for this game? Yeah, I'm on uh, Seth Curry today. Knicks okay. are giving up one of the most three point shots to the small four, to not small four, but to the uh, shooting guard mm-hmm. position. Uh, it just feels like a, a Seth Curry type of game. Ricky Rubio kind of served a little bit more in that shooting guard position last night. And Grayson Allen went off on them the other day uh, yeah. early when they played the played the Bucks. Like they have a history of letting the shooting guard just kind of get open on threes. And if you let Seth Curry get open too many times on threes, he's gonna he's gonna kill you. So I think it could be a pretty big Seth Curry game day. There we go. Uh, let's move on to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves headed to Memphis to take on John Moran and company. Currently seeing the Memphis Grizzlies favored by six points with a total of 217. Uh, thoughts on this game, Terrell? Uh, Memphis is another team that seems to be just uh, over playing a little bit uh, better than we expected, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, especially with Dylan Brooks, they're the leader on that um, of them and the identity of them really on defense being out. Uh, they're still finding ways to cover spreads. They're still finding games, ways to win games, even with the 28th break defense in the league. I am. What's this number again? Uh, six right now. Six for Memphis. Yeah, if, uh, Memphis is favored by six over the uh, Wolves at home. This feels six feels a, a hair too high. Okay. It feels a hair too high. This uh, Minnesota team is still is still very good. Cat is is playing like you know one of the top five big men in the league. Uh, Anthony Edwards is not afraid to shoot the ball. And just thinking about what Memphis does defensively and giving up one of the most uh, some of the most three pointers in the league, mm-hmm. I, I can see Anthony Edwards having a having a really big game. I can see Cat. Uh, getting down low on Jonas Valanciunas, not uh, on Steven Adams, excuse me, on yeah. Steven Adams and having a really good game. And um, – What do you see uh, uh, pace-wise? 
these two teams. I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, what do you see pace-wise? Uh, for pace, let me see right here. I know that Minnesota is second in the league in pace. Okay. So, yep, Minnesota is second in the league in pace. And where is – It's probably middle fifth. of the pack. Okay. Fifth. So you got a second and a fifth. So the teams are really fast. And it makes sense when you think about um, how Ja likes to play, how Ja likes to get out and kind of run that offense, that they kind of move things really quickly. Uh, I'm on Minnesota in the points here. I don't necessarily like it. I just think that six is a hair too high. I don't think that it'd be that far of a game, just how bad that Memphis is defensively mm-hmm. and how much we know that Minnesota can score the basketball. Yeah, I'm leaning towards uh, the first half over here in this game. And we, we take a look at some of the numbers here in the first half uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. They are the number one team to the over in the first half, 6-2. and two, A perfect 4-0 and oh at home, uh, averaging close to 121 points per game um, in, in the first half um, combined, obviously, in the first half. And then the Timberwolves are... They've only played one road game, but they are 1-0 to the over on away games, averaging 124. And again, the Memphis Grizzlies are number one, I believe, in first quarter overs also, uh, 6-2. and two. And I think that translates to, like you mentioned, Terrell, that the Memphis are a not a great uh, defending team when it comes to the three-point shot, and they're also a very high-paced team. And I think that you know when you have two teams that are very – um, like to get up and down the court in pace. I think that, you know, bodes well for the over. So I'm going to take the first half over in this game. On the side, uh, yeah, this one, I mean, if the Minnesota Timberwolves get hot from three-point land, I think that they're going to possibly have a chance to win this game even outright. I think six, you're right, is maybe a hair too much. I'm going to see if this number moves outside of six um, for the Timberwolves. If it does get to six and a half, uh, I'll, I'll probably pull the or probably a seven. I'll probably pull the trigger on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Do you have any player props for this game, Terrell? Um, I like Anthony Edwards. I think this is a Anthony Edwards game. I like his rebounds. I like his three point shots. I think that uh, this is a game where I can just see him flying around the court. I think that he can hit majority of those threes against this Memphis squad if they leave him open and out there. So I'm, I'm leaning towards Anthony Edwards in this one. Yeah, I like it, especially uh, – do you see a number on his three-point shots made? Let me see. If it's at two and a half, I might want to pull the plug on that, but I don't see any T-Wolves props posted yet. No, I haven't yeah. seen anything yet. Yeah, I'll, Probably, I'll keep uh, waiting. Yeah, I'll keep my eye out for that for sure, but I think, yeah, this may have a potential, at least for sure in the first half. I like the over there, um, and then uh, we're leaning towards taking the T-Wolves here, but don't love that game – or, sorry, that number. Uh, let's move on to the next game, Terrell. We have the Brooklyn Nets who are surging. They've won, I believe, five or six games in a row here. Going to Chicago to take on the Bulls, the where the Bulls are a one point home favorite, total of two sixteen and a half. Uh, to where we're we going with this game? Um, I think this line wants you to take the Bulls. I think so too. And I, why, why? Even though the Bulls are having a good season, even the Bulls look, you know, somewhat better than decent this season and looking like one of the top teams in the East. Brooklyn really should be favored in this spot. Wrong team favorite, huh? Yeah, and it, but is it wrong team favorite where it's like, all right, they're 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 putting too much stock into this Bulls team? Or is it wrong team favorite where like, all right, put all your money on the Nets because the Bulls are going to win this game? I'm going to – I'm going to take the Bulls 
the Bulls have the better defense right now. Okay. They uh, are similar offensively, believe it or not. Um, this Brooklyn Nets team is not shooting basketball. To, well, the Bulls are actually a little bit better offensively, eighth in offensive efficiency. Brooklyn is 12th. Brooklyn is, uh, has some struggles in offense, just kind of readjusting. And the continuity of this Brooklyn team is really – is really where we knew that they were going to struggle. I said this on, on early on when we were in preseason talking yeah. about uh, the Lakers and the Lakers in Brooklyn were going to have struggles in the beginning of the season because they're basically rolling out brand-new teams. Like they, yeah. uh, the Lakers more than Brooklyn, but they're rolling out brand-new squads. It's going to take some time for them to build continuity and build that uh, camaraderie with each other before they, it shows out into looking like one of the two best teams in the league. And that's going to take some time to materialize. Whereas this Chicago team looks like they picked it up and they're running and they're going. And Mm -hmm. so uh, Chicago at home with how Chicago can defend right now uh, and how they're getting after it offensively. I like Chicago in this spot. I think that this line is very, very fishy. I'm very, I'm going to be watching for live movement the rest of the rest of the day, just to see where the money is at, to see how the line moves or anything. But, uh, as of right now, minus one half, I'm going to take Chicago, but I don't like it. Yeah, I think that for – yeah, this is a tricky line. You're right. I think this is the fishy line of the day because um, everybody can say, oh, Brooklyn Nets, you have Kevin Durant, you have James Harden. Why are they a one-point underdog here? But, um, you know, for, for the Brooklyn Nets, I think that they finally started getting some contributions from other guys outside of Kevin Durant and James Harden. Right. You, I mean, last night – or sorry, the last game against the Toronto Raptors, they had five, six guys in double figures – they got 14 from Griffin. They got 11 from Harris. They got 12 from Bruce Brown. Uh, and then Patty Mills, uh, Mr. Consistent over there for them. He, he got 13. Uh, and again, shooting great from three-point lane again. So I think that that's what's going to have to happen for this Nets team. Obviously, it sounds you know kind of obvious until they figure out the Kyrie situation. But they're going to have to get these type of contributions from these other guys to help out Kevin Durant and James Harden. So as far as this game, I'm not. I, I've been taking the Bulls all season long. Um, you know, I was very high on them coming into this year. I can't get away from them now, but definitely will be, like you said, keep an eye out for this uh, number. If you do like the Bulls, obviously take it now because the juice is towards that minus one right now. Um, you know, and the Chicago being at home, I think that defensively they can give the Brooklyn Nets some fits here with DeMar DeRozan, with, you know, Lonzo Ball matched up on Harden. Uh, I think this is going to be a fun game to watch for sure. So I'm leaning towards taking the Bulls here. Uh, any thoughts on the total and player props for this game, Terrell? Um, uh, I feel Brooklyn's been two and eight to the under so far this season. Yeah, um, which is uncharacteristic like them thus far. They've actually been pretty solid defensively. Uh, do we keep rotting the unders here? Uh, two, saying two sixteen and a half. Uh, it looks like a little bit of reverse line movement. I'm seeing 81% of money coming in on the under, but but the total jumped a point and a half. Yeah. Uh, so maybe you ride the over, but I'm I'm really not feeling this spot. This is just – I think this is a game that's going to be more fun to enjoy, and I might be trying to look to get a couple of live plays off in this game. Yeah, I think that, you know, obviously the books are thinking this might be closer than we're thinking here. But, uh, yeah, definitely, again um, – a lot of times it's great to kind of wait and see how teams are doing. Um, if one team gets out to a hot start, you know, they're going to regress. So you might be able to get a better line 
let's say the Brooklyn mm. Nets or Chicago. So, um, again, wait for those life opportunities, especially with totals, because last season when I was you know talking to him about it with Zach is that I had so many great opportunities on totals. Um, whether if a team was getting off to a red hot start, I would come in and bet the under. If they're off to a slow start, you're getting a better number for the over. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, Terrell, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and we'll get to the rest of the games here for tonight. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. Brand new company looking to grow their early adapter community. Slick app and fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, yet you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at bettorfantasy.com. Have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. I love this and I know you will too. Price Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Price Pick offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all these superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Price Pick offers you anything from yardage to touchdowns to even interceptions thrown. All new users that deposit and use promo code SGP will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So make sure to use promo code SGP. PrizePix allows you to mix sports entries. You can take the over on LeBron, LeBron James combined with the under on Patrick Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play Store. Entries must can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy, guys. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com. Use promo code SGP to get your 100% instant deposit match up to $100 or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is a daily fantasy made easy. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts just like this one. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get to the next game. We have the New Orleans Pelicans headed to Dallas to take on Luka and the Mavericks, where the Mavericks right now are eight and a half point favorite. Currently seeing a total of 212 and a half with a little bit of juice to the over. As far as the injury report here, uh, Maxi Kleber remains out for the Dallas Mavericks, and we have Brandon Ingram, who's questionable um, for the Pelicans, and that is pretty much it. And obviously, Zion is still out for the Pelicans. So, Terrell, six, eight and a half points, sorry, eight and a half point favorite are the Mavericks at home. Uh, where are we going with this game? Uh, I mean, I don't know how you fade how you fade the Mavericks in this spot against uh, the Pelicans who look who don't look good. Yeah. Like they don't get, look good. They're bottom of the league in defensive efficiency. Uh they're on the road, unable to stop anything. Like <laughs> especially if Brandon Ingram they can't score the basketball. Like, especially if Brandon Ingram is not able to go in this one. Yeah. Or if he's limited in any fashion, that's gonna make that's gonna severely damper uh this Pelicans team right now. And mm-hmm. so I'm 
I'm roll. I'm roll. I'm rolling with the Mavericks. I'm rolling with the Mavericks here. I think that this Mavericks team, Jason Kidd, has them playing well. They got a really big win over the weekend in Boston uh, against Boston on a last second Luka three. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this team is riding high, six and three right now. And I think that this is one of the games where they say, "All right, guys, we should win this game. We got to go out here and you know enforce dominance and get and put this one away early." I think it's a triple double watch game for um, for Luka. Because again, this backcourt for the for the Pelicans is it's it's going to be struggling uh, against to, to contain Luca. And Luca looks like he's trying to start his groove here a little bit. Last game, like you mentioned, hit that game winning three. I uh, watched that one live. That was a lot of fun. But currently seeing a, a plus three seventy on Luca for a triple double. I mean, not the most exciting odds, but yeah, yeah, we just can't get behind this this Pelicans team right now. I think the entire NBA gambling podcast was down on this Pelicans team coming into this year mm-hmm. and they've they've gone off to an atrocious start here uh especially if they're going to be without brandon ingram who's still listed questionable on the injury report um you know dallas is six and three these are the the games that you just want to go out and win and, and pile up those wins i think this is an opportunity for the dallas mavericks who are also four and one at home this season definitely keep an eye out for some balance units props here i know they're waiting for um the brandon ingram injury before they put out the props but Again, I think that Valentinus should have some success inside because of the lack of presence inside for the um, Dallas Mavericks. Now, if they do bring out uh, uh, bring out Boban to maybe give some minutes against Valentinus, but I, I just think that this is a great rebounding game for Valentinus. So definitely keep an eye out for uh, that that number for uh, Valentinus against the Mavs here tonight. But yeah, I agree with you. Eight and a half. Um, as far as the total, and I'll start this one, Terrell, I kind of like the team total here for the Mavericks here tonight against this, against this bottom defense. Um, uh-huh. I just think that, you know, KP being back, I think Luka and the shooters that they have, I think they should easily have some success against this Pelicans defense. Uh, any thoughts on the total or a, a team total here maybe? Yeah, I'm on the under. I'm okay. on the under for the I, – I don't think that the Pelicans are going to keep up. No. Uh, I don't think that they'll be able to score the basketball or be able to keep up with the Dallas Mavericks. So the Dallas Mavericks may be able to put up points, but the Pelicans won't match them enough to hit that total. Yeah, this is probably going to be one of those games where it's like 115 to like 85 or something like that, like we've talked about. So uh, definitely blowout potential here for the Dallas Mavericks. Let's get to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Miami Heat, maybe another game of the night here. Miami Heat going to the Mile High City to take on the Joker, where the Miami Heat are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Currently seeing a total of 204-and-a-half, trending towards 205. Um, definitely an interesting line here. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the, the, the gift that keeps on giving, man, Miami minus one-and-a-half. I don't know why. Easy. Why are they not? Why no? Why are they? Why are they not adjusting? Why are they? Do they really not think Miami is Miami is seven and two to the ATS this season? And, because, yeah. and it's because they keep making them short one point two point favorites when they are obviously the best team in basketball. Like it makes no sense at all. It makes absolutely no sense. Why so, they're trying to Let me ask short. you this. Let me ask you this. Who's the better team right now, the Denver Nuggets or the Dallas Mavericks? <sighs> I mean, because uh, and I'm Den- asking that I, I because would, I would, I would, I would say Denver, but I don't. I would say Denver. I can't even honestly say Denver with a straight face because both of them are middle of the pack. Like they yeah. both look middle of the pack right now. And Denver, I would say Denver. If Michael Porter Jr. was still on that roster, if Michael Porter Jr. was still <laughs> on that roster, then I would say Denver. But I don't know where Michael Porter Jr. is at, and so yeah. and, and I'm I don't. S- and I'm saying that because last week, 
the Miami Heat were a two-point favorite in Dallas. And they won that game by, I think, by, I want to say, 15 or 20-plus. And now you and have it. They just yeah. they were just a two point they were just like a two point three point favorite if that yeah to the Jazz and beat the Jazz at home yeah like they're like they are getting these they're getting these short numbers against these uh West Coast teams these teams in the Western Conference because everybody is still in the notion that oh Western Conference is so much better Western Conference is so much better if mm. uh five six seed in Western Conference can beat a one seed or a two seed in the East. And that is not the case. Miami Heat are the best team in basketball right now. They look great. Jimmy Butler is is playing otherworldly right now. Kyle Lowry was an amazing addition to this squad and exactly what this team needed from the point guard position that they weren't getting out of Gordon Dragic, Dragic the whole uh, season. Yeah. And Bam Adebayo is playing lights out deep on both sides of the basketball. This team is getting after defensively. Uh, one of the best defenses in basketball, and they're able to score the basketball. Tyler Hero just is proving this season that he's not the bubble warrior, and mm-hmm. he's not a bubble villain. He's not the, bu- uh, the bubble fraud or anything like that. He's going yeah. out there playing like one of, um, like exactly who we saw in the bubble and who we thought he could be for his career. And so this number is way too short. Like this number is way too short. There's too many people that can score the basketball for Miami. This team is way too good. This should really be about a four or five point spread. To be honest, this should be about a four or five point spread. Th- that yeah. is the difference between Miami and Denver right now. Mm-hmm. I think Miami goes on the road and is able to get a win in the Mile High City. Yeah. I like Miami here. This this number is too short. It is way too short. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think this is a game where you probably want to look at an alternate spread too. Maybe get it up to four and a four four and a half because if we just look at the matchup wise, Bam Adebayo, I think is more than capable of, of trying to contain the Joker, but we know the Joker is going to get his, but if he's able to give him fits, you're asking a MIA Michael Porter jr. To go out and beat Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Tyler hero, Duncan Robinson. Uh, this list goes on and on for Miami. And I just don't think unless they have a really bad shooting night, uh, I just don't see how Miami loses this game here. So I'm going to agree with you. I think we're probably have a lockstep here at the end of the show, but we'll get to that in, in later on. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting behind this Miami team, man. I saw this number this morning. I immediately already bet it. Um, but yeah, it's Miami or no bet here for sure. Uh, thoughts on this total here? I'm kind of liking Miami team total here. Yeah, I like Miami's team total. I think that um, I I would play... This is a short number at 204. It's very, very short. Uh, I would play the under still. Okay. I think that I, – I think that – and this is probably why I would hesitate to the team Miami team total a little bit is because I, I still think that this is a road spot. This still is uh, going to play in altitude. Yeah. So that is going to have an effect at some point, at somewhat of an effect. So whether it's you go from 115 where you probably would have scored on a given night to – 105 that you score anything like that yeah um but and it could be even lower than that but i just think that the defense and the intensity of all these guys uh and especially um that there's no holes like there's no holes in this team on defense like there was last year people like duncan robinson and tyler hero have stepped up their game defensively because they saw that they were the liability on defense for this team and now duncan robinson is not the deep now he's the guy that you want to attack because yeah. you just when you look there, it's like, all right, I'm not going after Jimmy Butler. I'm not going after Bam Adebayo. I'm not going after Kyle Lowry. So Duncan Robinson is the guy that you want to attack. Like PJ Tucker, I'm not going after PJ Tucker. So Duncan, um, Duncan Robinson is the guy you want to attack. But he stepped up defensively, where there's essentially no holes in this starting five rotation. So yeah. 
I'm um I'm on the under here. It's very okay. short. I think it's the lowest number on the total at two oh four and a half, but yeah. uh I, I'm still on the under. I think that this is a game that their Denver will be struggling of all sorts to score offense. Um and Miami will do enough to get the win. Okay. Yeah, I'm seeing a team total of 103 for Miami. But like you mentioned, I think these are two of the more slower paced teams in the NBA also. So uh, I can see a 98, I can see a 98, 83 yeah. kind of score, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but definitely we love Miami here. Let's go to the next game here, maybe another game of the night. Um, as the Atlanta Hawks travel to the red hot surging number one seed in the West right now, the Golden State Warriors as a four-point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 222 for this game, Terrell. Um, what do you like for this game, man? I think there's a, a mismatch here, especially inside with John Collins and Clint Capella against this interior of the Warriors, but I'm excited to watch Trey Young against uh, Steph Curry here tonight for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, it's tough because I don't trust Atlanta on the road right now. Yeah. Um, I think they're one and five on the road. So five of their six six losses have been road games. One and five on the I, road. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't trust Atlanta's. I don't trust Atlanta on the road right now. Um, I think that Golden State is liable to get caught slipping in this spot, especially with the pressure that they can put on them. Uh, put on them on the inside, but. I also think that this Warriors team is just so good and everybody is just so locked into the role. And, you know, one of the ultimate role players and Steve Kerr is getting the best out of all his role players. And I think that there's a possibility that they run Clint Capella and John Collins off the floor. Now, John Collins a little bit less because he's um, athletic enough to get up and down the floor. But I think that there's a, there's a very good possibility that these two, that this team tries to control the pace and they're, they're uh, tries to control the pace and can move the ball up and forward and take Clint Capella out of the game, which is really going to be the X factor for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. So, um, I part am... for, uh, for, for the Hawks and I quickly want to mention this, that they're giving up points on the road here. Um, I know they only gave up 100 or sorry. They, yeah. They gave up 101 in their first road game, but since then uh, 122, 122, 117 and 121 and all in losses. So um, yeah. yeah. Defensively on the road, not doing well. Yeah. I, you know, I talked about Miami being uh, one of the best teams in the league. Golden state does look like one of the best teams in the league right now. Uh, they have the best record in the league as a matter of fact. So they are technically the best team in the league, but the fact is that this Golden State team is not even at full strength yet. So uh, that's what makes them really, really right. scary. So yeah. we're in for, you know, after Christmas, after All-Star, to see Clayton Thompson come back. And then that's really going to turn this team on another level. So I'm still going to take Golden State in this spot, minus three and a half. Um, I don't like it. Okay. I feel like that this could be a spot where they catch us slipping, uh, everybody riding the Golden State wave. But I just can't back to this Hawks team on the road right now. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at their road numbers for the Hawks, like you mentioned, it, it's scary, man. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't see a way where you can bet on this this uh, Hawks team, especially on the road, right? I think, like we've talked about, they're a great home team, 
But on the road, especially defensively, it's really scary. And I don't want to get in front of this Golden State Warriors team, despite who they may have played or who haven't they played. I mean, you play the schedule that's given to you. And again, this team uh, for the Warriors, like you said, they're the guys that are in their their roles, they're they're stepping up in, in this offensive system, whether it's Jordan Poole, um, you know, just outside of Draymond Green and Steph Curry, the other guys are contributing, which is really big for uh, the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to say with the Warriors here, uh, again, three and a half point, four point favorites here against the Hawks. One and five on the road are the Hawks. I, I just don't uh, like it. Um, and I'm going to get behind this Golden State Warriors team total, man. The offensively, they're playing well. They're knocking down shots. Um, you know, again, the, again, just kind of getting back to the how bad this defense is on the road for the Hawks. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for this line also. But we are both leaning towards the Warriors here. Let's get to the next game here, Terrell. We have sorry, <clears throat> sorry the Phoenix Suns. Going to uh, Sacramento, where the Suns are a two and a half point road favorite, currently seeing a total of two twenty six and a half. Uh, where are we going with this game, Terrell? Uh, this uh, this feels like this feels like another Sacramento spot. This feels this this kind of feels like another Sacramento spot where they kind of get up. Did they just play last night? They, they played their last game was against the Pacers, but let me see when that game was. Was, that not, was, was that last night? yesterday? Yeah, they're on a back to back here. Last night. Yeah, yeah. So uh, coming on. Okay, so I don't like it necessarily as much with them coming. I figured it was off the back to back. I don't like it necessarily as much with them coming off the back to back. And I think that this is a spot that Phoenix kind of feels like they need to flex their muscles a little bit and be able to beat a team like Sacramento. Um, Small sample here, but these uh, Sacramento Kings are 0-2 as a home dog here, but it's only two games, so we I don't know how much we can yeah. take away from that. Yeah, uh, six and four ATS for the Sacramento Kings, four and four for the Phoenix Suns. I'm gonna take the Suns in the spot. Fuck it, I'm okay. gonna take the Suns in the spot. Minus two and a half. It's a short number. Uh, Kings coming off no rest, um, and this feels like this feels like a spot that. Phoenix needs to get up for Phoenix kind of kind of needs to get this season jump started a little bit like they they feel like they need to jump start they're five and three right now which isn't bad but it just it doesn't feel like Phoenix looks like Phoenix of last year it doesn't feel like they're uh necessarily back mm-hmm. and when watching this team it's like all right like we're gonna pick it up when you're gonna pick it up when you're gonna pick it up when you're gonna go on this Phoenix run where uh, Chris Paul just leads this team to a whole bunch of wins, wins, wins. And this feels like a game uh, where you kind of get up for it. And it's always good to fate Luke Walton. Yeah. Uh, also, as quickly should I mention, DeAndre Aiden is out for this game for the Phoenix Suns. So not sure if that much matters, but I think that, you know, they have more than enough. To ca- uh, JaVale McGee, I think he's been a great pickup for them. I mean, as crazy as that sounds, and it's JaVale McGee. He's been a pretty good pickup for this uh, Phoenix Suns team as that backup center. So, um yeah. Yeah, I think you're I like, right. Again, uh, you Rashawn know, Holmes. Rashawn Holmes should have a good game. Yeah. And again, he, he's been kind of this unsung hero as far as player props and rebounding. So if, if you're trying to find those hidden hidden gems as far as winning on player props, keep an eye out for Rashawn Holmes for sure. Um, any thoughts on this total here, uh, total here, Terrell? Uh, I think mm, I think this more of is is kind of an under game. Mm-hmm. Kind of an under yeah, game. I feel it's a little inflated. Yeah, if, especially if Phoenix can get after it defensively. Uh, and while uh, Sacramento is not a very good defensive team at all, they have a few pieces 
off night that can really uh, get after it defensively and really make it tough on guys like Devin Booker, on guys, uh, role players coming off that bench. So I, I like it to stay. I like it to still stay under here. All right. Let's get to the last game here, Terrell. We have the Charlotte Hornets who are on a back-to-back, but in the same city in uh, L.A. here. They'll take on the Lakers tonight where the Lakers are a two-point home favorite with a total of 226. As I mentioned, Hornets did play the Clippers last night where the Clippers ended that game, I believe, on a 22-0 run in that final, I think, five or six minutes. They won that game by 14. Um where are we going with this game, Terrell? I know the Hornets are probably one of the fastest-paced teams in the NBA here. And, again, no LeBron for the uh, uh, L.A. Lakers. He's going to be out at least, I think, through this week with the abdominal injury. Does Anthony Davis still have a stomach? Does his stomach still hurt? Does his tummy still hurt? I don't see him on the injury report right now. I think he should be good to go tonight, but definitely keep an eye. It says questionable right now uh, with the illness and a right thumb sprain. But, yeah, I think that will be something we're going to keep an eye on. Oh, because his tummy hurt the other game, and he had to come out in the game. Yeah, early on in the first the first quarter against Portland, because his tummy hurt. <laughs> I cannot get behind this Lakers team at all right now. Uh, this is and this is exactly how I how I thought that I'd see them uh, starting off the season. It's actually a little bit worse than I thought I would see them starting off the season. But Russell Westbrook it is just offensively he's just too inconsistent yeah he's too inconsistent he started the game the other day what one for 10 one for 11 from the field mm-hmm. and you know going to play a, a very good offense like charlotte is not going to be the case it's not going to be the case they push the lakers push the ball they're the fastest in the league in, in terms of pace they push the ball really really well but Man, do do sometimes when you just watch them go up and down the court, it's just like turnover or miss shot or anything like they're running up and down the court and nothing's coming up, up coming up from it. And yeah, I'm not sure that I trust them. I I trust them as a favorite against Charlotte right now, especially with no LeBron in the lineup with we're questionable and what AD we're gonna get. If AD does play, he probably will play it. If we're being in all um, actuality, probably will play, and that may be the deciding factor for them yeah. to kind of push them over the top and and find a way to win this game. Uh, I would I would hold hold tight and watch for AD news. Mm-hmm. Um, if AD for some reason is out of this game with the illness, with a sprain, or anything like that, I would pound Charlotte automatically. Um, okay. I would I would be very surprised if Charlotte didn't move into a pick'em at that point. Uh, and if AD does play, then I will have a slight, very very slight lean towards the Lakers. But I don't like it because I just can't get behind this Lakers team right now. They're just not playing good basketball right now. They're not getting enough from everybody else around AD and LeBron. And now mm. LeBron is not out there. Yeah, this is this is a tough one, especially without the with the like you mentioned the Anthony Davis news. Um, I, I I can't trust honestly either one of these teams, especially um, you know the Lakers. Like for the, all the reasons that you mentioned, but also I can't trust Charlotte right now, also because again they're they're finding ways to choke these games out. Especially last night is a prime example um, where again they 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 were I believe they were tied, and then they just the Clippers did go on a twenty two to four run to end that game. Um, you did mention these are two of the fastest uh, teams in the NBA as far as pace, Terrell. 
No, or at so least top Charlotte five. has dropped. Charlotte's dropped to fourteen. Lakers okay. are the number one team in terms of pace. Okay, I was watching this game last night between the Clippers and the Hornets, and they yeah they are getting up and down the floor. Are the Hornets? So I don't think they won't be doing that again. But that third quarter that you highlighted, Terrell, with the Charlotte Hornets and their team total and their spread, I believe that it's been an auto bet and it's been a fire bet so far. And I yep. think that came into fruition last night also against the Clippers. I think they dropped like 29 in that third quarter, and they won that quarter by one point. So if your book does offer a third-quarter line pregame, I think you want to take a look at taking the Hornets um, team total in the third quarter and possibly the spread in the third quarter because whatever's happening in that at halftime in that locker room, it's resonating with them for at least a third quarter. So I think that's mm-hmm. an angle that I'm looking at. Um, yeah, I just can't make a – prediction on this game or a pick on this game without Anthony Davis news. Um, as much as I do like the over in this game, um, without AD, I'm not sure because I think the Hornets are the number one team as far as overs. Yeah, they're 8-3 and three to the over. The Lakers are 5-5. Five and five. Um, It's crazy. There's only three teams that are above 500 as far as over, so the unders have been cashing at, at a very, very high rate, um, and they're still going. We talked about it on the last show where they were expecting some regression soon, but it just hasn't happened yet. So I think you got to continue riding with these unders. But as far as this game, um, you know, I kind of do like the over here. Um, any player props for this game, Terrell? Or are we still going to wait for the Anthony uh, Davis news here? Yeah, the Anthony Davis news is going to really make it a big, a big adjustment on how you're going to handicap this game. Um, he's just too big of a piece. He's too yeah. big of a piece. And if for some reason that he, I don't expect he'll be out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think street clothes is more liable to suit up tonight than not. But in the case that he does not, that's going to change the entire outlook for this game. Yeah, 100%. I think that if Anthony Davis does go, he has a huge huge advantage inside of just dominating this game. Uh, I don't think Mason Plumlee can hold uh, hold Anthony Davis. And I think there's no size, again, we've talked about for the Hornets to contain some of these interior guys. Um, That'll bring it to the end of the game. So let's get to best bets here. Uh, We'll go with the lock. Um, in a dog and then if you want to give out a player prop um, uh, for the night um, I'll let you kick it off here man what's your lock and what's your dog here for tonight lock I'm going with the Miami Heat minus one and a half I think this number is way too short I think the Miami Heat are too good too good defensively I, you're not getting any defense out of the Denver Nuggets and you're, they're struggling on offense I think the Heat come in here and roll in Denver uh my dog. Let's go with Minnesota on the road at Memphis plus 188. I think that uh, Memphis is also a team that struggles and struggles and struggles defensively on defensive side of the ball. I think the Timberwolves can exploit them for that. I like it, man. Um, yeah, I think we have a double lock here tonight, Terrell. I think that I think we hit the first one we did on the show, so I, let, let's keep that streak going. Um, this Miami Heat line just doesn't make sense to me. I, I'm taking the minus one and a half with you, taking the money line with you, also. Um, yeah, I think just think that this Miami team is a just just a better team, man. If you just come look at the matchups all across the board, it, it, Miami has probably advantage at every single position except for the Joker matchup. So I'm gonna go Miami Heat also. Uh, for my dog, uh, man, I don't see much that I like here. Let's see. Um, <laughs> let's go. I mean, it's a barely a dog, but let's go. I'm going to go Sacramento Kings first half 
it's only plus 105, plus 110, but I just think that, you know, I think Sacramento could keep it close in the first half, um, and then Phoenix maybe pulls away there in the second half. So I'm going to go uh, Sacramento Kings first half money line, plus 105, plus 108. That's what I'm kind of what I'm seeing right now. Uh, Troll, you have a player prop or a parlay maybe you have for tonight you want to give out? Um, I'm waiting for a, a little bit more injury news or anything like that. I'll probably drop uh, player props or parlay off on the SGPN uh, Twitter page, the okay. NBA Gambling Podcast Twitter yeah. page, at SGPN NBA. There you go. Yeah, so uh, definitely uh, wait for uh, the player props from Terrell from there. If he has a parlay, he'll drop it on that uh, Twitter account. Make sure, again, to, like Terrell said, let's follow that SGPN NBA uh, Twitter account for the NBA Gambling Podcast. It's slowly and slowly growing every day, but we want to make sure to get out the NBA Gambling Podcast name out there. And, I, and I'm doing my best to uh, uh, get our player props out there on nights that we're not recording. So um, definitely check that out. Uh, we'll have a player prop show with Jong as usual on Monday coming up right after the show. Uh, so hopefully you guys can get down on some lines for that. But with that being said, that is going to be the Monday schedule. Uh, Terrell, any final thoughts? And let the people know where they can find you on uh, social media, man. Um, gosh, the NBA is just so volatile right now. Uh, it is it is very, very hard to handicap right now. But, you know, ride the storm. Ride the storm, bet low units. And it's going to all start to make sense in like a week or two, a couple weeks or so. Uh, it's going to start to make more sense, and we're going to start to get ahead of the books here. Uh, find me at um, Instagram and Twitter at really real underscore underscore uh, college basketball starting up tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. college basketball is back. College football still rolling. NFL still rolling. NBA getting into the swing of things. So, hey, we are we are all systems go here at SGPN. Yes, sir. You know we had a great week of player props last week, so hopefully, sides and totals, we can do a better job this week. So. Make sure to uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience with college basketball kicking off tomorrow. If you guys are college basketball fans and obviously do love betting, that's why you're listening to the show. So make sure to check out Terrell, Kobe, uh, Nick, and Patty C over on the college experience for uh, college basketball uh, tipping off tomorrow evening. Um, with that being said, that'll be the show for tonight. You can find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Again, make sure to follow the NBA Gambling Podcast uh, Twitter account at SGPNNBA. Uh, trying to grow that Twitter account so all the follows we can get for sure. Um, when the uh, show is uh, posted, we'll be retweeting it out from there, so definitely make sure to follow there. But if you're not subscribed to the NBA Gambling Podcast, uh, it'll show up right there on your Twitter feed, or sorry, your podcast feed. And make sure to listen to us before putting your bets in. So good luck this week. Let's have a big week. We will be back Wednesday morning as usual to uh, break down that slate of games. Till then, let's break the books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to.